0: They're not going to the other church. They're not going to church in the first place. They're sitting here, tweeting, snapping, gramming, booking, tubing. That's what they're, they're, they sure aren't churching. Hello and welcome to the Digital Ministry Podcast, where we are having conversations about the stories and strategies of sharing God's love in the digital world. Now, here is your host, a caffeine-dependent life form. This is Joshua Verwers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Digital Ministry Podcast. I am Joshua Verwers. You have found yourself right here on episode number five, And I am so glad that you are here with me because this is a unique one. This is a different one. This is kind of a special one, if you will, as I am not interviewing a guest. Instead, what you're going to get this week is actually a talk that I wound up giving at our annual ministry conference a couple weeks ago. And this is a talk that is titled Social Media Simplified. Now, the ministerial association that I belong to, that I'm ordained with is AFCM International and our annual conference we call Family Reunion, so I was asked if I would be willing to speak on social media, on some of the best practices, on what I believe that ministers and ministries should be doing as it pertains to social media, as it pertains to digital ministry, and i was like sure let's go ahead and tackle this let's see what we can do and i really wanted to provide kind of a unique approach in light of the the bible and really use some biblical examples to kind of encourage us but i also wanted to make sure that those that were hearing this and this type of a message for the first time that their eyes were really opened up, that they really saw the potential that is out there. Now, as it pertains to that, I wanted to kind of provide some of the, the latest statistics and research that's out there on the impact that is there, the, the potential impact, I should say, that there could be with social media, with digital ministry. And then I wanted to really simplify our approach so we don't get caught in the weeds on things, but really just you know keep it simple. That was my intention. I believe it was a good one. But hey, I'm not going to be the judge of that. Instead, I want you guys to be the judge of that. And so that's what I'm going to be presenting. Now, for those of you that are watching this on video, what you're actually going to see is the video from the live stream that AFCM did. But I put in my own audio because, well, You know i just like to up my audio game a little bit and bring you the best quality i can especially when i'm trying to record this for a podcast so that's what we did we essentially just synced them up you're going to be seeing it but hearing my audio Now, one other little caveat that I will put in here is when AFCM was live streaming this, I did not only like a half hour speech on this, but then we opened it up for questions and answers. As part of this podcast, I'm not including the questions and answers. Instead, I want you guys to actually reach out to me on social media and ask me your own questions. So catch me on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, or even right here on YouTube. You can catch me at joshua verwers and ask away fire your questions i would love to give you some of my thoughts some of my insights and hopefully encourage you to share god's love here in this digital world all right well that was my long-winded introduction so without further ado here it is me myself and i joshua verwers right from wilmer minnesota at afcm family reunion 2019. Social Media Simplified, that's kind of what the title of this uh, message, this session, this teaching, this preaching, I'm not quite sure what it is or where we're going with it, but you're going to have fun, you're going to enjoy it. I'm hoping and I'm praying, I'm believing that you're actually going to learn something because you know, here's the thing, I believe that no matter what physical size your ministry is, the potential impact that you have on the kingdom of God is far greater than I think most of us realize. Yeah. There you go. I, I really believe it is. And honestly, this time, during this, this little time, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some, some insights hopefully to really simplify the concept of social media for you. But then I also want to try to open it up for a little Q&A if you guys have some specific questions. So as as I'm talking, if you guys think of stuff, they won't be shutting off my mic. I'll I'll hand it over for you guys and they'll be shutting off your time. So you can think of these questions now. Um, But really what I want to do before we get to that Q&A section, I want to try to answer three questions that I believe that most ministers and ministries are not asking themselves when it comes to social media. And they're simple questions. Why should we be in social media in the first place? What should we be posting on social media? And how do we actually do that? You see, these are the three questions that if we don't actually ask them, we'll never be able to answer them. And then if we don't answer them, we're never going to do anything with it. And so we'll still be doing absolutely nothing with social media which is actually going to be very detrimental to your ministries. Here's something that I firmly believe. If your ministry does not hurry up and get involved in social media, it's going to be irrelevant in the next 10 years, maybe sooner than that. It's it's just the way it is. I mean, you guys have seen it in your in your churches and in your ministries. The younger generation, they're not showing up like we would like them to show up. No. They're just they're not. And we can complain about it, we can theorize about it, we can have discussions about it, but what are we actually going to do about it? You see, the simplicity of our job as ministers is to go preach in the whole world. That's the Great Commission, right? Go into all the world. And, And we just heard from some great missionaries that are doing that. But oftentimes, we only hear the Great Commission. We only hear, go into all of the world. We, we read Acts 1 where it says, you know, go into the Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts. You know, that's where we're to be witnesses. But we only think about the physical world. We never think about the digital world that there is. The very word world really is just simplified by saying it's where people are at. God wants us to go where the people are at. And if you didn't realize this, the younger generation, yeah, on their yeah. Yeah. here's where they're at. Yeah. Cool. I mean, just walk, a, walk around the mall. It's like you see a group of, of young <laughs> adults walking, and they're all doing this in, in droves. Yeah. And yet they're communicating to the person next to them <laughs> through this. <Yeah. laughs> now, I know you guys are laughing because you've seen me here just in the last 24 hours doing this. And you're like... Does he not realize that I'm standing in front of him? This is, this is what happens. Okay, so, so why? Why should I be thinking about social media for my ministry in the first place? I just gave you the biblical reason just from Mark 16, 15. Go into all the world, okay? And, and Acts, be witnesses. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts, right? I, I want to give you some statistics here, and I just want to show you this one from like, the world population that we got. World population, what is this, 7.7 billion people in the world, all right? The middle one, look at this, internet users. 4.4 billion internet users. 58% of the world's population has access to the internet and the next one over is 3.5 billion. 45% of the world's population is already on social media. They're already there. You want to know where it's actually been penetrated? The, the social media penetration across the world. Check out this map here. Look at this one. This this is the actual penetration on the map. Seventy percent of Americans are already on social media. Where, name out name another country. Just somebody. We got Africa. Okay. Look at that. Just in middle Africa, which is one of the hardest places to reach, 7% of them are already on social media. But you go to like southern, northern, western Africa, you're looking at 12, 38, 40%. And let's start talking about Southeast Asia. 25% of the population in Southeast Asia is on social media right now. And these numbers are increasing every single year, year after year after year. That was Southern Asia. Southeast is 61%. This is where the people are at. This is what they're doing. Look at just over time in this next slide I've got for you. This is the social media use over time. This is just the last five years. You want to see year after year? In the last five years, it's doubled. We went from one, what is this? This is in millions. So in other words, a billion, 1.8 billion social media users in 2014, and now we're at 3.4, almost 3.5 billion social media users. In five years, it's doubled. That's why I'm telling you, if your ministry is not using social media in the next 10 years, you're left in the dust. Because people are going on social media, and that's where they're spending their time. I, I don't know, maybe you're like me, maybe you're pastoring a church, and you get people to show up, and they can actually listen to you pontificate for 30 minutes, Man, last time I went an hour in preaching, I I think I even put my wife asleep. I mean, their attention is, how many hours do we have a week that we could actually be reaching them if we would show up where they're already at on their phones, on their computers, on their devices? If we start going where they're at, you know what? I'm not worried about that 30, 40 minutes that I'm preaching on a Sunday because I've got several hours I'm getting them throughout the week. Yeah. i got a couple more slides I want you to see here. So let's look at this next one. This is the audience, okay? <laughs> the audience profile of social media users. 18 to 34-year-olds. How many churches here would like more 18 to 34-year-olds showing up in your church? Come on. So what do we do when we want people to show up? We need to go where they're at and we need to invite them to come, right? So where are they at? They're on social media. And here's the thing. Males are on social media more. Oftentimes, as, as pastors of church, we think we're competing with the other 20 churches in our town. You're not. You're competing with all of the millions of other things that they could be spending their time doing. It's not that other denomination. What are, what are they doing? They're not going to the other church. They're not going to church in the first place. They're sitting here tweeting, snapping, gramming, booking, tubing. That's what they're, they're they sure aren't churching. So we need to get them. And then here's the most startling thing. How many would think that Facebook is the biggest platform and the, the most important reach that we need to be on? Just a quick show of hands. If you think Facebook's where we need to be at. (laughs) You you might actually be startled about this. Look at this one, this next slide here, okay? This is the actual platforms where they are at. Look at that 18 to 29-year-old. 91% of them are on YouTube. Hey, churches, do you have one of these things? Do you have one of those cameras? If not, have you got one of these? Record your video, put it on YouTube. At least you've got the potential to start reaching some people where they're at. Now let's not discount it. This is the top five platforms. The top five social platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. That's where people are at. This is where they're spending their time. You got adults, men, women. Now look at that very bottom line if you can see it. This is the church present. This is the presence that churches are on these platforms. 84% of churches they're on Facebook. Only 13% are on Instagram, 16% on Twitter, and there's not enough data to find anything out about churches on Snapchat or on YouTube. So where the majority of those 18 to 20 or 30-year-olds 30, 30 are at? There's not even enough information to find out what churches, what ministries are actually there. You you start hearing about some of these these preachers that you didn't hear about five years ago, ten years ago. You want to know why you're hearing about them now? Their videos, their sermons, their preachings are going viral because kids are finding them on YouTube and sharing them with everybody they know. That's how they pop up. That's how they get the message out there. And this isn't an age thing. It's not an age thing. Some of the most powerful and even the, the largest YouTube ministries that I've seen are from people much older than I am. The younger generation that just aren't showing up at our churches, they want the truth. They're craving the truth. We have the truth. You can share the truth if you go where they're at to get it. Social media. So let me just ask this question, a couple questions for you. Are we reaching far enough? Are we reaching fast enough? Seriously, are we? Do you you think we're doing a good enough job, the body of Christ in general? Are we reaching far enough? Is our reach far enough? And is it going fast enough? No, it's, it's not. It's really not. So why should you be considering social media? If you heard those statistics and you actually believe in the Great Commission... That should be all the why you really need. If you need more than that, come ask me, and I'll repeat the same thing over and over again until you just, you know, submit. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's really just, they're, they're simplified. You want the simplified why? Because Jesus said go. I mean, I, I don't think I can get any simpler than that. I mean, two letters, geo, go. Go. There it is. Why? Okay, so there's your why. What? This is one that I, I get a lot of times. People are asking me, different ministers are like, well, what should I be posting on social media in the first place? M- my first response is stop making excuses and just post something. Yeah. What should I post? Well, what can you post? What do you already have? What can you do? What, what have you got? And here, just for argument's sake, I want to give you... Seven ideas. I like the number seven. Here's here's seven possible ideas, okay? Worship lyrics. You got a Facebook page? Just type in Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. Post. Watch what happens. A sermon quote or a clip? None of you guys have ever preached, right? You've never had notes that you could look over and say, oh hey. I actually had this one statement I was hoping people would get. Go. Post a sermon quote. Post a clip. If you've got video, if you've got audio already, just post it. Give it a little bite-sized piece. A Bible verse. If if you need some material, I, I think we can find a Bible around here for you guys. There's a lot of material in there. Holidays are moments. You know what? People want to know that we're actually real human beings, that we live, that we breathe, that we're actually in this world. They kind of understand we're not of this world because they already see that we're weird and we're strange. and You know what I mean? There's a holiday coming up, 4th of July. I love... Doing a 4th of July post, talking about how this nation, we celebrate our independence, but it reminds me that I am truly dependent on God, not independent from Him. This is easy stuff. Special moments. Your church celebrating something? Is it your church's anniversary? Is it your pastor's birthday? Number five, promote a group or event. You got a small group meeting? Promote it. You got a special event coming up, promote it. Is the community you're in doing some outreach? Promote it. We did this on our Facebook page a few years ago. I actually, I I took my phone, set it up in front of me. And recorded a one-minute clip encouraging people to show up at church on Easter. And if you guys aren't my cup of tea, if I'm not your cup of tea, here's a list of 20 other churches in the surrounding area I would encourage you to go to. And then, I spent 30 bucks and promoted that thing. Our, Our normal Facebook reach is like, I don't know, three likes and maybe 100 views. And that thing in 24 hours had almost 10,000. And I get pastors reaching out to me saying, thank you so much, I never would have thought of that. Followed up with a couple of them afterwards, and you know what, people actually showed up. They said, hey, how'd you hear about us? Oh, there was this, this guy that said, here's some other churches. And he seemed a little crazy, but I liked you guys. I only had one pastor that got a hold of me, and he said, hey, I don't want to be associated with you, so take my church's name off the list. I was like, no, no problem. You don't want free advertising. It doesn't hurt me at all. <laughs> ask questions. Ask them questions. I just did this on my own Facebook page the other day. Uh, some of you have actually responded to that as well, and I'm trying to even remember what it was. Most of this stuff I have scheduled out, so I don't even remember it until it actually happens. But I usually just ask, hey, what's your favorite Bible verse? What worship song do you like listening to outside of church? How are you going to spend 4th of July? Hey, it's Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for? I don't know if you realize this, but people like to talk. And if you ask a question, they will respond. And here's the other thing. Who are you? People that are finding us on social media, they want to know who you are. Who you are. Share a picture of your pastor if you've got got a church Facebook page. Share your staff that you're working with. Share some testimonies of people that attend or are part of your ministry. Share who you are. Let people connect with you. Let them relate to you. These are just some ideas of some what's that you can be doing. All right, so I think I addressed why. I think I addressed what. You ready? Here's the big one. How. How do I do this? How how do I do this? Uh, Anybody familiar with the the name Arthur Ashe? Mm -hmm. Arthur Ashe. Tennis champ. champ. First and only black man to win the U.S. Open, the Australian Open, and the Wimbledon. And people asked him, they're like, this is such a challenge for you to do that. There was so much opposition. How do you do this? What is it that... He has this quote. He says, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Every time I hear somebody ask, how do I do it? How do I do it? What do I do? Why would I do this? You know who I think of? I think of Moses. Moses making a lot of excuses when God tells him to go and confront Pharaoh and, hey, tell him to let my people go. Moses kept making excuses. This is the hard, honest truth for you guys. A lot of you are making excuses. You are. we got to start where we are. If you're already on Facebook, start there. If you're already on Twitter, start there. Start where you are. See, here's the thing. It's, it's not important how you start. It's important that you start. Moses was doing that, and, and you know what? I got to get some word in here. Exodus 3 11, 12. Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children out of Israel, or of Israel out of Egypt? Verse 12, he says, But I will be with you. I love that because you hear Moses asking a who, but he wasn't asking who because God didn't respond who. He was asking how. How would I even go? How would I do this? God responds, I'm with you. That's how. But but Moses is like, well, who am I? He's like, I'm with you. Did that answer his who? No, it answered the how. He got him where he, right where he was at. He's like, I'm going to be with you. This was a, a how disguised as a who. We've got a lot of com- questions that we're asking ourselves and a lot of excuses that we're coming up with. Moses did the same thing. He goes on, he's like, oh, but, but what if they don't believe me? God's like, well, All right, so I just told you to start where you are. So how about you just use what you already have? What's that in your hand? He's like, oh, it's a staff. Preach it. It's good. It's good. It's a staff. Watch what I'm gonna do with it. Throw it on the ground. Ah, serpent, run away. Grab its tail. It's hard again. And then he's like, hey, and if that doesn't work, I got an idea. Take this hand, stick it in your coat. Ooh, lepros. Whoo, it's clean. Use what you have. That doesn't work. Hey, you know what? Walk outside. There's some water over there. Pick some up. Throw it on the ground. Watch it turn to blood. Use what you have. Use what you have. You already have it. Start where you are. Use what you have. You know what makes things extraordinary? The little extra that God does with the ordinary. Just let God show up and use what it is you already have. I started off this YouTube channel that I've got with this thing. Okay, so it was another one that was actually used that I bought secondhand and broke and it was not working real well. It would shut down after every five minutes of trying to record it and I'd have to charge it all the way back up to try to use it again and use what I have. You know what happened through that? Putting videos of me just, hey, here's a Bible verse and here's what I think about the Bible verse. Sometimes it's not even that. It's like, hey, you know what? I like my life like I like my coffee. Not instant, but with enough time to brew. What did I do? I used what I had, a cup of coffee and an idea. Hmm. How can I share the gospel through a cup of coffee? Be patient. Take your time. It's worth it. And what happened out of there is I've had people that have reached out, Joshua, thank you so much for sharing that. I needed to hear it. I've been suffering with insomnia so bad that I've actually had thoughts of suicide. Would you pray for me? Absolutely. They reach back out to me a few weeks later. I'm sleeping wonderfully. I have no depression. I'm feeling great. Thank you so much for being there. Wow. Using what I have. Mm-hmm. And then just doing what I can. I love Moses, I love him so much, but man, he reminds me of my children always coming up with excuses. Go to bed. But what if, no, just go to bed. Well, I gotta go potty again. Go to bed. Can I get a glass of water? Go to bed. Hey dad, can we get a kitten? Go to bed. And we're acting a lot like Moses when God has just told us to go. We're like, but God, what if they won't understand what I'm trying to do? Go. Well, what if I don't have a fancy camera set up? Go. What if I don't know how to use hashtags? Go. Just go. Just do what you can. Moses did that. He's like, but I, I'm, I'm not eloquent. I'm slow of speech. I stumbled all over my words all the time. God's response? Go. Just go. Why? What? How? I, did I answer these questions good enough for you? Just, just go. Just do it. You're making it more complicated than it really is. If you want to do video, here's an idea push record. Actually, you know what? <laughs> you want to know how complicated a social media post is? I, I just double tapped this power button. It brought up my camera. Selfie. Ooh, wait. See, I can't even figure that out. I had, what? I had my timer on. That's what I get for taking too many selfies. All right, everybody, smile. (laughs) So, I just took a picture. Now, I'm going to open up this app. It's called Canva. If you don't know about Canva, Canva is free. Not only is Canva free, and you may not know this, but Canva actually has a pro version, and if you have a 501c3, your nonprofit you get a free pro version just for applying and asking for it. So, I'm opening Canva. I'm taking this picture. I'm putting it in here. I'm gonna scroll. We'll make this look nice and pretty. Okay, so we're in there. I think we can see people. I'm going to add text. You ready? Text. And this text is going to be So good. So good. You're going to love this so much. Here's, I'm showing you. This is literally, because most people have so many excuses. They're like, but it's so complicated. It's so hard to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. (sighs) It's not as hard as you think it is. And then I save this. I would open up my social media app. And in this scenario, because I'm actually busy doing something, I'm, I'm not actually going to open my social media app, but I think I've got somebody back there that he could probably open up something for me. And I can take this, connect with him, and send. And we send it. It should appear before too long technology. And we'll see if we can pull it up here. That took me all of what? Two minutes? minutes? Go. It was a little blurry. We'll take another one. Go. Seriously, these things aren't that hard. And if I was not trying to be a female and multitask, I probably could have done a better job. I can't multitask. My wife can't. I can't. I try, but I fail. It's not as hard as we make it. Really, it isn't, guys. It's simple. And, and I just want to kind of give you some ideas. Here's, here's some suggestions. Here's some apps. If we can go back there, Pablo. Some apps for you guys. If you're looking for images and you're using your mobile, Canva's the best one. It's free, it's simple, it's an app, it's also web-based, you can use both. I do and it syncs itself, so if I'm on my laptop, I'll mess with it, then I pull up my phone and I've already got it. If you're wanting something more like Photoshop but you don't have the budget for it, GIMP. It's free, there you go. If you're not doing video, I highly suggest you start using video. I don't have the actual statistic. I heard this off of a podcast. I believe it was Pro Church Tools with Brady Sheer. and He said something about like 85% of content that is consumed by the 18 to 29-year-olds, the 18 to 30-year-olds, is video. Yeah. That's what they're consuming. Why are they on YouTube? Because they like video. If you need video, Adobe Premiere Clip is an app that you can use on mobile. doesn't matter if you got Android or iOS. DaVinci Resolve. If you did not know this, there are major motion pictures in Hollywood that have been put together and created with DaVinci Resolve, and it's free. They have a pro version that you can upgrade, which just has a few bells and whistles, but that one's free. And then if you want to schedule it, because I, I don't have time to do this every single day. Hey guys, I don't have time to do this every single day. You know what I do? I sit down for 30 minutes, once every few weeks and create my Instagram post. And then I use this app called Later, and it schedules them and it uploads. If you followed me on Instagram, you've seen I'm up here this week and it's doing, I'm gonna be golfing later while it's uploading for me. I'm I'm spending my time on important things. But I'm still going and I'm still reaching people. This is it. It's, it's not as hard as we make it think. It's, it's a whole lot simpler. And hey, did you guys know that AFCM and Jim Caseman are on social media? Jim, you post all of your stuff, don't you? I, you pull that phone out, you're taking all the... <laughs> I already know the answer to that it's a no he does but he's there he's using what he has somebody who knows how to do it but he's still there you've got people in your church in your ministry maybe it's your own kids hey you know what I I don't know how to do this can you do it for me Start getting them to serve in ministry. Think outside of the four square walls, the box of our church, and say, hey, you want to help my ministry go global? There's people that can do it. And if you're using something to schedule it, oh man, it's even easier. You're like, you know what, just come up with stuff. I I want like a month's worth of Instagram posts. And then just show them to me. I'll just give you the thumbs up or thumbs down on any I don't like. I don't have to do any of the creation. We're just making excuses, folks. That's all it is. You've got the ability. All right, so there you guys have it. That was Social Media Simplified. I hope you really enjoyed this. I hope you learned some things. And I hope, really, my hope and prayer is that your eyes were opened at the possibility that is out there if each and every one of us will just share God's love, share the gospel, share the word of God here in this digital world. So go. Do it for yourself and just preach even to the uttermost parts through whatever social media platform you're on. Just start where you're at. Use what you've got and come on, do what you can. If you have some specific questions that you would like to ask me, maybe I would be able to give you some more strategies. You can go ahead and reach out to me on the social platforms at Joshua Verwers. Twitter and Instagram are probably the easiest ones to catch me, but you can also catch me on YouTube and on Facebook. I am there pretty much wherever there's a social social platform. I am present. You can find me all over at Joshua Verwers. You can catch me on my website at joshuaverwers.com. If you would like some more in-depth training, maybe some one-on-one type of coaching with this, I would really encourage you to go ahead and head over to patreon.com forward slash Joshua Verwers, where for $25 a month you can actually be supporting me. And one of the perks that comes with that is a one-on-one call every single month where we can really discuss what it is you need. So If you're starting a digital ministry, I'd love to be able to help you through that and really give you some one-on-one coaching in that type of environment. If you need a little bit more of that, hit me up. Let's talk about it and see what we can come up with. Now, until the next episode, I just want you all to stay blessed, enjoy God's best, and have a good week.